Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the desert that is Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up today, uh, we're going to talk about a tragedy in the desert. Yeah, that's why I said desert. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to tie it in, but then I uh, my, my brain wasn't thinking fast enough. Well, All I came up with was the desert. Yeah. Which we're in. A desert. Yeah. So, you know. But we'll so, talk about an even worse desert. I mean, the Wasatch Front is desert-ish. It's border. It's technically desert. desert. It technically is in the Great Basin Desert. You are right. If you're, if However, you're talking about a climate if you region. If you look at what it's become... Oh, it's beautiful. It's hardly a desert. It's blossomed. We have so much water that we've, we were able to keep our Kentucky bluegrass <laughs> and, nice and, and lush. Although, although our governor was just just barely said some stuff about not about finding better better way better grass better grasses better oh, doing more all the people in kentucky feel doing We're not using their grass anymore <laughs> he, 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 he licensing wanted, fees he, he well, wants us to do more quote zero scaping it's not zero scaping people it's, it's not zero x e r i is not zero people <laughs> there's no o zero scaping Zero. It sounds like zero scaping. It does sound like zero. But zero scaping also makes it sound like there's nothing there. Yeah, don't put anything in there. Don't put no. You're see, putting this, native flowers. We're talking. We're, we're talking to a bunch of people who don't know what we're talking about because they don't live in mm. deserts. Exactly. Zero scaping is 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 using native plants or or, or drought resistant plants, plants that are good with your uh, desert environment. Yeah. In your yard, yeah. rather than. Planting tropical f- plants and beautiful flowers right. that require water that we shouldn't yeah. be using for ornamentation. Yeah. Unfortunately, in Utah, or at least in Salt Lake, we get pretty xeriscaping. We get like desert flowers mm. and grasses mm-hmm. and like really cool stuff that will just grow here without water. Sure. If you're in Phoenix, oh. don't think of what they do in Phoenix as being what we're doing yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or like Albuquerque. Don't Ooh, don't yeah. imagine yeah, yeah, like, yeah. don't don't think of like the... Uh, Breaking Bad, yeah, it's the, not that Breaking Bad stuff that you see. That's not what we're talking about here. No, no, no. This is lovely. This is like it's a pretty town. Yeah, many of you will see it uh, in March when you come to the American Atheist Convention. Oh yeah, you here. can check out the xeriscaping while you're here. Yeah, you should go to the top of the conference center. You guys should definitely come see the oh yeah the xeriscaping. Beautiful xeriscaping. Yeah, the Mormons did it right. I'm planning on doing a tour. I'm just going to announce this to yeah. everybody. We're yeah. going to we're going to do a tour for Absolutely. anybody that wants to come mm-hmm. of Salt Lake City. We will show you the weirdest, wackiest sites. We'll take you through <laughs> the temple, the Utah, the Salt Lake Temple grounds. Yeah, we can't take you through the temple. No, we can't take you into the temple itself, but we can take you oh, through man. the grounds and stuff and tell you all the, about it. When the Payson Temple is going to be done, wouldn't that be a wonderful coincidence? Oh. If there was a temple tour actually if could, going, if we could take people to uh, through oh, a Mormon they temple, they would hate us. Yeah, they would hate us. Yeah, We're that'd be great. That. Okay, I, I have been the atheist on a temple tour before. Well, you have too. Yeah, but definitely. I actually, anyways, what you let them know? Uh, no, but um, an out of towner had some tickets, oh. and I really didn't know her that well, but it was at work, and she was in for, <laughs> like, and she was like. Frank, do you want to go to the temple with me? <laughs> I was like, sure. It was kind of fun. Yeah, because, because, just to be clear, before Mormons, quote unquote, oh, yeah. dedicate their temple, once it's built to they, the Lord, they yeah, dedicate bef- it to the once Lord. Once they dedicate it to the Lord, you can't go in unless you got the uh, the proper paperwork. But right. beforehand, they'll let you go in and they want you to see how beautiful it yeah. is. As long as you're not wearing a hat. 
It's just so beautiful. I had to take my hat off. If you mm, recall. Yeah, that's right. Don't wear a hat. I was like, well, now I have hat hair. Thanks. Yeah, great. Temple. Thank you, Mr. <sighs> Temple. All right, well, I'm going to tell a story here. I'm going to do a story. Oh, I'm okay. not going to tell a story. I'm just going to uh-huh. okay. report on a story. You go, Dan. Uh, so, uh, in Louisiana, I'm sure you've, you'll recall Louisiana. We went there yeah. on, our, on our little on our little tour. Okay. Um, they passed a law. Uh, G- Governor Bobby Jindal um, sort of was the cha- champion of law that would allow uh, vouchers for people to go to Christian to go to go to charter schools to go to private schools to go to religious schools. Right. Uh, and uh, and you know it passed and it was all voted for and then. One of the Republicans who voted for it found out that there are more religions than just Christianity. Oh, no. <laughs> so what apparently happened was that one, I think, Muslim school applied for this program. A madrasa? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and she... <laughs> I'll just read her quote. Okay. I actually support funding for teaching... Uh, the fundamentals of America's founding father's religion, which is Christianity, in public schools or private schools. I like the idea of giving parents the option of sending their children to a public school or a Christian school. Uh-oh. But, You can't make that distinction, lady. Yeah, well, she wants to. But she can't. But she wants to. But she can't. <laughs> she, she said, uh... We need to ensure that it does not open the door to fund radical Islam schools. There are thousands... There are... Okay. <laughs> Can't even get over this. There are a thousand Muslim schools that have sprung up recently. I do not support using public funds for teaching Islam anywhere here in Louisiana. <laughs> you fucking hypocrite bitch. Oh I can't... I can't take it. I can't take it. What an <laughs> asshole. She was shocked. Shocked. It is shocking, Dan. To you learn, live, you live in your little bubble, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, something like wakes you up, and you look out, and you're like, "Oh shit, that thing I've been wanting—it has consequences." <laughs> Wait, America's Christian, right? Right, you guys. So, if anybody, we, if it works for religious schools, it's just them, right? It's just Christians. Right? We're Christians. This is a Christian country. Oh no. She needs to go to her her Christian governor of Indian origin <laughs> and complain. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I've got a story that really puts into question the whole Christi- Christian nature of, of America. Of America? You can't, yeah. you can't question the Christian nature this, of America. This, uh, this one cuts right to the core. Uh-oh. I, I really... It, I was I was shocked on a number of levels. Um, Kathy Lee Gifford has um, <laughs> has announced that she wants to get a rabbinical degree from Yeshiva University. <gasps> what? <laughs> First of all, I didn't know she was Jewish. No, I didn't either. She went. To, I know she went to, to <laughs> Oral Roberts University in Tulsa. Right. Like. Like I totally just figured she was some <laughs> Christian evangelical. She's the only one at ORU nominational something or other. She's the only one at ORU who's like, "I'm sorry, I can't come in. It's Friday. It's Shabbat." 
I can't come to your party. I'll be I'll be saying the prayer over the food. Yeah. No, she was um she's totally she's totally into she wants to to be a rabbi. Is she <laughs> Is one of her parents Jew? Like, where where does this Jew- Judaism thing come from? Oh, I want her to be a that, rabbi. Let me just first Dan, say, your question that- leads me to one of the most amazing pages on Wikipedia, <laughs> which is Kathy Lee Gifford's page. <laughs> she is amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Kathy Lee Gifford was born Catherine Lee Epstein oh. in Paris, France, to Joan. She was born in Paris? A singer and Aaron Epstein, a musician and former Navy U.S. or U.S. Navy officer. Oh. Uh, they were stationed in France at the time. Oh, okay. And, uh, uh, but she grew up in Bowie, Maryland and attended Bowie High School. Oh, okay. Um, in, when, she was in, when she was in high school, she's, she was in a, a folk group. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania Next Right was the name of it, um, and they performed at school assemblies. <laughs> but anyways, um, she ended up going, like I said, to Oral Roberts University, where she studied drama and music. <laughs> um, her paternal grandfather was Russian Jewish, uh, uh, was a Russian Jew from St. Petersburg. Okay. And her paternal grandmother was a Native American. Oh, 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 I see. Um, and uh, her mother is her real uh, name was French Canadian. Was her, French Canadian? Oh, really? Uh, and uh, was raised in a snake handler family. <laughs> <laughs> After seeing the Billy Graham produced film, I'm reading now, "The Restless Ones," which I, we need to watch this. We kind of need to get um, that. At the age of twelve, uh, <laughs> Gifford became a born again Christian. Oh, um, she uh, appeared on once uh, one time when she appeared on Larry King Live. Um, she uh, she said, "I was raised with many Jewish traditions and raised to be very grateful for my Jewish heritage." Uh, Her brother, however, is an Evangelical Baptist preacher in huh. New York City. But it, okay, so anyways, um, she uh, represented Maryland. In America's Junior Miss Pageant in 1970, did she win? Uh, I don't think so. It would oh. definitely, definitely would have said that. But she was. This is this was what had me laughing earlier. I was like, I'm not telling you. Uh, she was a live-in secretary slash babysitter for Anita Bryant, <laughs> the orange, the, the the homophobic orange juice queen. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is just like amazing. Um, <laughs> And, uh, of course, she was a vocalist on Name That Tune. Mm, did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah. Um, and she was also on a short-lived Hee Haw spinoff. <laughs> they spun off something from Hee Haw? Yeah, it was called did- Hee Haw Honeys. Oh, my God. I was going to ask if they spun the he or the haw, <laughs> but I guess they spun the whole thing. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, and I think we, we know the rest of the story. Yeah. Oh we we know God. about Cody, and we know about... Frank Gifford and 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 and, uh, and Regis and Regis, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I want her to become a. I can't support her enough in her quest to become a rabbi. I know. I would. I be w- amazing. If this happens, I would convert. Let me tell you something. No, I'm not going to convert. <laughs> but if if she actually gets it, uh-huh. and our show hasn't been like canceled by then. By somebody. Who cancels podcasts? You can't. 
So it, if she gets her, her rabbinical degree, uh-huh. I will do anything to get her on this show. <laughs> anything. I, will, I don't care what networks I have to get, go through. I will get her on our show. Oh, God. By the way, I looked up the Restless Ones to see if it was on Netflix. It's not. Damn. I know. Well, Although we'll what's great it. is that if you, type in, on YouTube. if you type in the Restless Ones, uh, one of the fir- first three things that it comes back with is the human centipede. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look it up, Mom. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so um, I'm going uh, – I'll take us to India now. Mm. Ooh. Um, the Indian state of – what's the name of the state? I've got a city, Pune City, in mm. in the state. Uh, it doesn't even say. Okay, uh, this is stupid. Oh, the uh, Maharashtra. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. That's one of my favorite Indian states. Yeah, of the Indian states, it's one of the good <laughs> it's, it's ones. Lovely, lovely this time of year. Well, it just got a little better. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here's how uh, they just voted. Uh, the the state government just voted to ban. Uh, black magic and superstitions. Hey, awesome! Yeah, it, but they they must have had a p- real problem with it. They they have had a real problem with it, and and the the thing that got the vote to happen, yeah, the event that that precipitated the vote quickly was that the main proponent of the bill was shot and killed. Oh. So that's that's disappointing. That is, but it goes to show you. How much was at stake in all of this? Yeah, because there are these witch doctors, these 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 hoodoo practitioners in in the small towns. Now, you know, this is less of a problem in the cities. Mm. Um, the 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 state capital is Mumbai, so obviously, oh, not going to be a big problem in a in a big city in general. Who can say? Well, yeah, I mean, in the slums, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, once you start to get education, this becomes less of an issue. But who can say? They can say, yeah, okay. Uh, Black magic, okay. So what, what? I fill me in. Like, what is what is? This is people like making money in these in the provinces, the uneducated provinces. Uh-huh. People are uh, making money selling things like, you know, spells to ward off bad oh. spirits. They're oh. they're beating people who are That's not harmless. Who are who are. You know, inhabited by ghosts Ew, and demons. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that sort of thing. Are it's they pe- like, like killing critters and that yeah, kind oh of yeah, stuff oh to yeah. create oh, yeah. There's this and smearing and yeah, yeah. There's I all that. Imagine all okay. of that sort of thing. I mean, and it's it's all very exploitative. These are you know, you're taking people who are really really poor mm-hmm. and telling them to give you money so that you can predict their, you know whatever or so that you can make sure that their family is safe from the hoodoo it's a bunch of bullshit yeah. it's been happening for centuries all yeah. for millennia all over the world right and it's illegal now in this state i don't know how they'll enforce it probably won't right but at least there's the <laughs> but at least, symbolic gesture of well we don't at, like that and there's a recourse if someone's right. out of control right police can come in and arrest them right. it is now against the law which it wasn't before okay so that's a good thing huh now they just need to extend it. They need to. There need to be some unforeseen consequences where they're like, "Oh, by the way, Christianity counts." <laughs> it's exploitative. It's uh, sure as hell is. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, cool. Um, I don't know which one to go to next. 
Go to one of them. One or two, Dan. Go to uh, one. One? Okay. Um, so, have you heard about the internet, Dan? Is that that thing with computers? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, apparently, there are these, um, you know, like .com or .org. Domain, or, domain uh, uh, registry uh, yeah, they're they're suffixes. top level domains. Right, is what they're called. Yeah. Um. So they're the you know recently or within the last couple of years there was dot xxx came out for right. porn. Right. And so the uh, the uh, Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers, also mm. known as ICANN, mm-hmm. notice I pronounced it. Um, <laughs> has uh, they're in charge of coming up with. With with these and, and controlling which ones and which ones are which okay ones and work which, and, and well which ones just work right which ones can somebody actually register right right and you can't register a dot co dot uk if you're not in the uk and or, yeah there's or there's some, some stuff like that there's there there, there are, are some rules there are rules and things uh, uh, but but mainly these are these are the folks who sort of create them mm-hmm. and and wave their magical wands and say. This domain or top level domain now functions. Right. It now works on the internet. It's a thing. I don't even know how that is a thing, but it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. But it's yeah. Um so there's a new one that is probably gonna be coming out. Dot Bible. Ah uh- <laughs> Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um uh, here's here. Initial response, what I like, one of the things that I like about it is that maybe we can squirrel everybody, all of these Jesus freaks, away into one se- one corner of the internet mm. and not have to deal with them. Yeah, kind of like the porn did with... Yeah, yeah. Because it, it got all of it over to .xxx. You're saying that in a sarcastic way. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid that I'm revealing a bit about myself here. I don't know where the porn is. Oh, Really? doesn't mean I don't go and look at it. I right. just don't pay attention to where it is. Oh. <laughs> you just do a Google search? And... Yeah, sure. Why not? It'll just come up. <laughs> just comes up. Yeah. It's it's not hard to find. That's no. for sure. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it's an inter- interesting idea to sequester them. Yeah. To, to ghettoize <laughs> them. All of them can be over there. Shoo, shoo, on shoo. that part of the internet. Go enjoy your life Away over from there. our view. Right. Go, go. Can can I block dot Bible on my on my browser? <laughs> Surely there's a way. Surely there would be a way. But um what what what's what's important here is so remember I can makes it happen from my understanding. They they're like boop 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 and now that's a top level domain, right? right? They're Although it took not me a second to realize that you of... that you weren't saying that you could make it happen. It took oh. me a second. You're like I can makes it happen. I was like, "Wait, that's the weirdest wording. What do you mean? I can makes it happen. <laughs> now I see that you're referring to I can being the I can acronym. make some dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh no. Um so so it it is now a top level domain? It it well, it could be, but there, so remember I can is the one that goes boop 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 and makes it appear, makes it work. Right. They don't they're not really in the business from my understanding of saying of administering them, right? So, mm. like, so like the the nation codes. That's up to that country to sure. to say what the rules are for their little code. That's why we see a lot of two letter 
ending things that help spell out the rest of a word right. now start be being like a, a thing right right um because those countries that own that code they were like we're never gonna we don't even have the internet why do we need a country code <laughs> right um, dot, dot me or whatever yeah exactly and so oh my god i actually just went to touch my screen to uh-huh. scroll up <laughs> i'm on my laptop that's here, not folks. that's not your ipad i am so used to touchy things now um <laughs> but anyways um so they're actually going to be giving the administration of dot bible to the um what, what's the name of the company the american bible society oh to oh, decide dear. who is worthy of a dot bible yeah domain uh-huh. i think we should try to get one that won't happen because, <laughs> quote, the, well, okay, so the uh, the American Bible Society has stated that it intends to, quote, make .bible domain names available to individuals and groups who have a healthy respect for the Bible. Oh. They're going to control it. Yes, like, they are. It's like the .gov. You, 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 you cannot go and get a .gov. Right. And you can't go and get an, a .edu. Right. right. Those are those are controlled ones. Sure. Um so anybody you, can get a dot com and to be honest, anybody can get a dot org. Right. It, you know. Yeah. Or I, I, dot net or dot info. Sure. Sure. Dot biz, isn't that one of mm-hmm. them? Yep. Dot yeah. US. Yeah. You can get a dot US. Sure. Why not? But you're not going to be able to get a dot Bible. No. But there's a, a I want to go daddy. You can't it's not even in the drop down yeah. yet. But there are some other options that could possibly also come up. Mm. Dot faith. <laughs> dot church. Dot Catholic. <laughs> dot CBN. A network, right? Christian, Christian Broadcast, Broadcast yeah. Oh, my God. I, I don't see how that's a possibility. That seems a little... I mean, why not get, go dot NBC? Right. Um, dot Islam. Dot Mormon. <laughs> dot christmas why would it be dot mormon and not dot lds dot lds is the one that would make more sense it's just yeah you know, i mean both the, the mormons mormons would prefer it yeah anyways and, and, to, and plus like the worst thing in the world is these is these long top level thing like when you're doing dot co dot uk and it's just a dot it's just why, why why would you add anything extra that you don't need to to your yeah. domain name but I think we should petition for dot atheist. Okay. Do we care? No, but yeah. <laughs> just so that, just for fairness yeah. sake. Yeah. Yeah. And then we could have TGI dot atheist. Oh, that would be cute. See? That would be cute. See? Yeah. TGI dot atheist. That would be fun. So that would we, be fun. We need this. What about, what about, uh, what about dot God's a lie? <sighs> They, so far, they haven't done any sentences. Dot fuck God. <laughs> I have a feeling I can would have a problem with that. Uh, you can go to my website. It's uh, Dan's blog at I think God's a fucking myth and it's wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's it. There's no uh, dot. No, there's, I, was, yeah, I was trying to make another dot thing. <laughs> when, once you start making... Once you start making the domain level a uh, yeah yeah, you know, yeah. yeah top level yeah, top, top level domain yeah yeah crazy yeah well I'll tell you I'll isn't that interesting though I think it's I think it's kind of fun it isn't yeah we'll have to see what pops up on the I'm sure 
some dot Bible sites are going to cross our path mm-hmm. at some point. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we're going to find some stuff there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you a tale of some something that I find mildly brilliant. This was sent in by a listener. Um, uh, I think on the Facebooks, but I don't. I, uh, I don't have it right here. Sorry, listener, that I don't know who sent it in. Oh no. Um, Dateline Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. Uh, two uh, clean-cut young men, white shirts, black slacks, black tie, Mormons. Backpacks on. Mormons. Mormon missionaries. It's what it's what you'd expect. Oh no. Ring the bell. Ding dong. Oh no. Give us your money. What? Thieves. Dressing like Mormons? Dressing like Mormon missionaries. Oh did they do they have sort of the, 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 the fresh faces? Look, or were they sort of a there's sort of a, a, a surveillance photo. That guy's surveillance not a Mormon missionary. Well he's black. That's the big tip off. <laughs> so uh so now, if you're in, isn't even, well, I was looking at his gray hair. Is what I was looking at. Oh no, I, no, that's just the, the glint off of his off of his bald head. I think. <laughs> well, okay. it's a it's a grainy that it's a grainy too. photo that works. That's yeah. another reason why it is suspicious to see a black Mormon missionary who, who's middle aged. They do belly. exist. Yeah, I don't know that he's middle aged. That's what you're seeing. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> uh, the other one looks like he could be a Mormon missionary. Yeah. They both uh, both in the description were described as uh, estimated to be about 22 to 28 years old. Oh. So I think what you're seeing is just bad photo grain. Yeah, from the blow up and bad original uh, image. But yeah, apparently they uh, they went into it. They, they 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 told a man they wanted to talk to him about his about religion, and then pulled a gun on him, <gasps> and uh, and wow, took him for everything he was worth. Wow. Kind well, of good for them. Kind of brilliant. <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, mean, I don't encourage uh, crime. Dressing up as priests <laughs> or nuns and doing the same thing. I don't encourage pr- crime, but uh, there's just something so completely like harmless about a Mormon missionary, right? That it's perfect. Like even we've come to know, like we've seen enough movies where somebody dresses as a priest to rob a bank or whatever, right? So we don't trust the priest thing anymore or the nun thing anymore. Right. But the Mormon missionaries, there's still these bright-eyed little boys that, like, I could totally see you fall, but see if, myself falling for that. If that hit a mainstream movie <laughs> where you have, like, I don't know, Matt Damon as the bank robber. Right, right. And he's, in a, he's getting too old He's for too it. old. Who's, who's a young... You get a, a young one. You get a young buck, a Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, you, you just you put Shia LaBeouf and in Joseph a, Gordon-Levitt. You put the two of them in, <laughs> in missionary attire, and you have them go in and rob a bank and be all violent, and whatnot. Do you know what Mormons would do? I, they would flip. Uh, they would hate it. I don't know. I know some Mormons would actually think it was really funny. They would think it, some would. I, I just there think, are Mormons with senses of humor, right? But I think the general <laughs> sense would be like, Meh. right. Well, but there already have been like, like this would be nothing compared to the Mormon the the movies about the Mormon missionaries getting you know gay sexy time. Well, yeah, but that was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that was a terrible movie. What was that one called? The one uh, you have it, don't you? No, you I was it. about to say God's Army. It's not God's Army. No, it's it's. Uh, um, it's uh, 
uh, I don't shoot, remember. what's it called? Latter Days. Latter Days, that's right. And, and to be Latter fair, gaze. You, you said you own it in some sort of accusatory sort of way that no, I'm just... responsible for it. It was in a gift bag <laughs> one year at Sundance, and I took it, and and so I have it yeah, now. And it, not that it was a Sundance, it was, it was for the Queer Lounge right. during Sundance. And so I got a gift bag, I was volunteering. But and... I can tell you that there are many young men there are many men in this valley in the salt lake valley who own and adore that movie oh yeah there's like all these gay especially middle-aged gay men who went on their mission Mm -hmm. and you know they were mormon and they basically fantasized about that happening to them the whole time they were on their mission well and they found (laughs) the most uh sort of like for like not being a Mormon kid, mm. they found like the most perfect looking, sort of just fresh faced, blonde headed kid, mm. athletic, you yeah, know, and sure. just like yeah, he was like all of their fantasies. Fantasies. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. he's he's the elder that everybody had. The one elder that everyone had on their mission that they were, all the gay boys were just like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie had George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it, did, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Oh, my gosh. Yep. There you go. Or or there's the other one, which is, uh, what was the Trey Parker, Matt Stone one? Or, oh. Orgasmo? Orgasmo. Wasn't that about missionaries, too? That was. It I was didn't a, see it. It was a missionary with a who, who, who qualified for, to be in the porn industry. Let's just put it that way. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. I like it. And some, I forget how he ended up, but I mean, it was Trey Parker and Matt Stone, so. What can you do? All right, Daniel. um, I got one more. Please, please share. Um, It's uh, this is this is from the Vatican. Mm. This comes to us from Italy. Well, the Italian peninsula. Um, And uh, so uh, Ratzinger has revealed his reason for resigning. Oh, is it because he qualifies for the porn industry? No. Oh, okay. Um, he told me, or, 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 or he, he says, God told me to, Oh, God fired him. <laughs> God was like, you're done. Okay. Ratsy baby. This is not working out. We gotta, I, we gotta do something here. Some, something went wrong. He was on a probation for, for a couple <laughs> weeks. We're just going to try you out. We're going to see he, how this will have a little write up. Series sequence of write ups. Yeah, yeah, three write ups. Yeah. Then they had the, the a big meeting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with God and mm-hmm. God's supervisor. Well, yeah, and then uh, and then finally it was just, uh, you know, I'm sorry, we got to let you go. Yeah, I'll expect your resignation on my desk in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what happened. <laughs> um, actually, that's not what he says officially happened. He says, "Then why did you lie to me?" That he um, that it was a um that it was a oh god a feeling um, i'm sorry it was a mystical experience Ooh. The, the lord planted the seed of an absolute desire in his heart to remain alone with him secluded in prayer <laughs> he hated being pope he did not like being pope. he just hated being pope yeah i get it and so in his mind he's like this hatred of being pope this must be must God. be from God. This must be from God because I hate it a lot. <laughs> and if God really wanted me to be Pope, He wouldn't make me hate it this much. Yeah, I retire. Yeah, 
Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Isn't that the craziest thing you've ever heard? Uh, well, I mean, what, what do you expect? What is it going to say? Of course that's it. He's not going to say, like... Well, I just got tired of it. Yeah, or, you know, I was busy. I was. I, I wanted more time for jacking for, for off porn. younger cre- priests or something. <laughs> Shit. Ew, he's not the one you would want. <laughs> no. Oh, God. But you might be too afraid to say no. <laughs> that guy. Ratzinger! Today you... Sit still! <laughs> Nein! Kommen Sie hier! Oh, my God. Uh, oh, dear. Ratsy, ratsy, ratsy. Lord. Fired by Jesus. Oh, it's so sad. I mean, really. Not a lot of people get fired by Jesus. If though. you feel that burning in your bosom, well, how else do you rephrase that? If Jesus has called you to be Pope and then called you not to be no more, you were fired. Yeah. Get out. God fired me. <laughs> fired oh, by Jesus. That's going to be a... Can a, that be his memory? Really, really awkward reunion. <laughs> he dies. He goes through the pearly gates. <laughs> And it's just awkward in heaven. It's just like it's just it's just awkward. Just hey, eternity of like, God damn it, you fired me. Hi, hi, Ratzinger. How are you? No bad blood, right? <laughs> We're cool, right? <laughs> and he just sits there and stares at him with those yeah. em- Emperor from Star Trek or Star Wars eyes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was about to make this Vatican act. Fully operational battle station. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine the new pope. I imagine Francis sitting there with with Benedict and Benedict saying, "Let the hate well up inside of you." <laughs> That's not going to work with Francis. No, and Francis will just be like, <laughs> "He is so no." <laughs> you can't oh. turn me. Yeah, no, but sincerely, yeah, I don't think he can be turned. No, I think he's he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And apparently, this article also goes into some details about uh, Ratzinger really likes him. Really? Yeah, he's like he's like he's doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the things I couldn't do because I hate everyone. Yeah, I, I have person personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't gonna work. But this guy seems nice and enough. Just, I need I, I'm I'm awkward in social situations. <laughs> Get more than three people in the room and it's oh. But we have coffee. Mm-hmm. Me and France. I think they do actually. I'm sure they do. Yeah. This I mean, is, this was also the week that uh another story that I wanted to do was Pope Francis called this kid. This totally like he called some kid in Italy, this nineteen year old college student, like wrote him a letter <laughs> and so he just calls him up. And the kid is like, uh, uh, and the Pope is just like, so blah, 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 blah. And he tells him to, to, to speak with, to him using the informal tense and not giving oh. the, uh, the, the formal lay. Right. He tells, tells him to, to use two. And, uh, huh. and, and he's like, he's like, now I'm sure that none of the disciples called Jesus with the formal <laughs> you know wow and and it's like and so this kid and he's so like, here's the question he, and the pope is like we're, we're having a friendly conversation right <laughs> and this kid is just like gets blown like, away how friendly can the conversation be if i've just peed in my pants <laughs> here's the question how how long does it take the pope to convince a college student 
that he's not being punked by his buddies. Yeah, well, that's true. How how much of a conversation? Like, I would say it would take ten solid minutes hmm. for you to convince me that you're really the Pope, right? I, you would have to go through a series of proofs, yeah, before I would be like, "Who put you up to this?" <laughs> before I would stop asking, like, "Who is this really?" Yeah. Come on. So if you're really the Pope, who who did I have a crush on in the fifth grade? <laughs> if you're really the Pope, you'll know the answer. <laughs> or or just like, I would be jumping onto Wiki. Just like, okay, tell me about you in 1962. What, yeah. what were you doing? Where were you at? Yeah. Can, <laughs> are, are those keys I can hear clacking? <laughs> if you're really the Pope, tell me about that. Tell me a Vatican secret right now. Ooh, yeah. Dan Brown was right, wasn't he? <laughs> Be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Pope Francis is as nutty the other direction as as, as Ratzinger was. It's that true. Other direction. It's true. He's like crazy. Like any Pope where the Pope says one thing and then the next hour the vatican has to say oh he didn't mean that <laughs> multiple times it hasn't even been a year but that was both of them ratzinger would go out and say <laughs> awful things about muslims and the vatican would be like well uh, uh, yeah that's true the vatican you know, would back off they both vatican is just like <laughs> in disavowal mode of both who, of them. who who is the vatican if it's not the pope that's the, that's the, the big question yeah. it's the curia yeah well, I'm curious about them because <laughs> they've just been. No, no, the Pope didn't mean that. Yeah, anyway. they're they're the real the the power behind the. Well, of the course, throne. they are. Anyway, uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us about your experience being called by the Pope, mm. or call or or if you're the Pope and you wish to call us, <laughs> we would gladly take your. We'll call. take your call. We'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can you can find us on Facebook first of all. Mm -hmm. uh, that's facebook.com slash tgiatheist. Or you could email us. The email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or if you're like the Pope, you can give us a call at uh, uh, at four two four six 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 uh tgia which is four two four six 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 eight four four two that is correct all right well let's take a um quick little break a little breaksy wakesy oh goodness that was you okay you got a hiccup or something i don't know what that was <laughs> good lord um and uh yes yeah, so let me just pull up this video it is um it's not a, it's audio it's, it's audio. just audio it's audio um and this is this is from fisher what's his name um bob fisher brian brian fisher yeah okay i will absolutely flat out guarantee you that that law prohibits discrimination on the basis of religion mm -hmm. well that's exactly what's happened here yes and i i wonder when when are when are christians going to start filing suit against the people that are filing suit against them no you are you are violating this non-discrimination law because you are discriminating against me on the basis of my religion. seems to me it's about time to start fighting fire with fire. Essentially, what this court has done and what the Obama administration has done with this abortifacient mandate is they have turned Christians into Dred Scott. Hmm. In other words, the Supreme Court said with regard to Dred Scott, he has no rights that the white man is bound to respect. 
And what the Supreme Court of New Mexico has done, they have said that Christians have no rights which this court is bound to respect. So to me, this looks like uh, Jim Crow was alive and well. We've got Jim Crow laws right back in operation. Christians are uh, the new blacks. Wow. (laughs) You know... Uh, Christian is the new black. Yeah. Oh, I've, we, <laughs> I'm, I've, I've been buying Christian. Oh yeah. I mean, see, like, I mean, you and I'm I, I'm so excited. I'm ready for fall. I know. Because... It's all Christian, all fall. <laughs> Everyone, Christian is the new black. If yes. you're not wearing Christian, you are totally not with it. <laughs> it goes with everything. It does. It does. It really does. It I don't know how with... you, I mean, I've, I am going to be crosses on every article. Oh, 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 I totally misunderstood. Oh, you're wearing just Christian? I'm wearing Christian. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I have them just draped like a... We're going to have to... Add, like a little fox, you oh. know, around your neck. I've got a Christian just hanging... I'm more environmentally little... conscious. I wear faux Christians. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was so referring to... Can we talk to about a... the merit of what he... Well, he, we we were he was referring to a story that we didn't even do, which yeah. was just the story in New Mexico. The Supreme Court decided that they uh, that be, they so they have laws, non discrimination laws, mm-hmm. and uh, and a uh, a photographer was refusing to take a lesbian couple's wedding photos. Right, and uh, and so the 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 Supreme Court uh, has said, no, you're not allowed to refuse right. that. Right. I think that's weird, personally. I, I mean, I think... It, I, I think it's when you hang out, you know, you hang out your shingle and say, I'm open for business, you have to be open for business. Yeah. yeah. And here's Unless the interesting thing. a religious thing. organization. Here's the interesting thing. There, there was a clarification that, you know, you can hang out your shingle and say, uh, I'm open for business, P.S. I hate gays. You just can't refuse them service. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, unless you're like... I mean, there. I I know there's probably that 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 person out there who's like, well, then I'm going there and getting their photography right, because clearly. I'm going to make them face me. Yeah, there's a lesbian you couple know. apparently that that is exactly that. But at the same time, personally, <laughs> I would just be like, well, then they don't get my business, right? Yeah, why would you push this? I just don't <laughs> understand it at all. It's just one of those things know. where it's like. Because what are they really wanting? Are they wanting a homophobic person to actually take their wedding photos? They're not going to make you look good. Oh no, you're going to look horrible. You're there's going to be like some bad underlighting. You're going to look like the emperor. Yeah, you're going to look these wedding photos. You're going to look purposefully awful. Yeah, is bad that photography? Is that what you want? Yeah. Now, mind you, it's a lesbian wedding, so it's not like it's, it's going to be gorgeous. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> They're, dog- they're gonna look awful anyways. Their dogs are gonna be in the picture. <laughs> just, they're, they're both gonna be wearing tuxedos for no reason. Oh man. <laughs> you don't know that, Dan. I don't know that. You don't know. These are the these lesbians are the two lipstickiest <laughs> I just love that pretty you're- stylish lesbians. Of all time. I love that we go back and forth. One of us will make fun of lesbians, and the other one will take us to take that one to task. Well, it's because we both... We reverse it. And then the other, like, later, the other person... (laughs) Like, in another episode, the other person is totally going after the lesbians, and the other person takes them to task. Because we both... Neither (laughs) of us believe it, but we think it's funny. Yeah, that's true. You know. (laughs) 
don't know why it's funny to me. Oh, it's, it's totally funny. funny. I don't know. I, I, the, the the root of it, I don't understand. Did you all. ever see the SNL like skit that was uh, it, it was a, it was a faux commercial about uh, about Xanax for gay weddings? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It was for the family, right? It was for everybody who had to go to gay weddings right. and feel like overwhelmed at how good the gay weddings were. Right. And then at the very, very end of the whole commercial, after they've done the whole commercial, it says, not necessary for lesbian weddings. <laughs> That's not true. No, it kind of is. <laughs> okay, Dan. Anywho. Uh, you, you've got like... I've got so many gorgeous lesbian friends. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And uh Yeah. So obviously it's not true. You've got lesbians in the family. I do. So you need to watch what you say. No, I don't. About lesbians. No, I don't. You don't? No. Because they know you're kidding. Yeah. 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 Anywho, uh, we got some emails, some correspondence. We. We oh, oh we, we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we we do. We we do. <laughs> <laughs> They're such so dopes. That's so silly. Okay, should uh, should I go? Sure, go. Okay, so Sarah sent us an email, mm. also with photos. We love emails with photos. <laughs> yeah, we can't share them with y'all. Yeah, but. but this is this is this is this one's good. Okay, so um, she says um, she found she was she was visiting uh, Utah last month, and she was she was in the home of somebody. I don't know who. Um, but, um, she was, she was delighted and weirded out when she found a pamphlet in, in the house that has, uh, instructions to missionaries on how to tie a tie, put on socks the correct way, <laughs> etc. She says, I have to admit, despite how anal it is to teach each of your followings, uh, how to put on their socks, they've got something there. I have no idea what it is, but it's fascinating. <laughs> Everyone putting on their socks the same way is a bit more than dress code. Yeah. It seems to me that whoever is in charge is doing an amazing job at having Mormons conform. Uh, they are pretty. They are a pretty strict religion, yet their followers are happy to conform to a ton of little details. I'd say it's a rare find that a Christian conforms to all the Bible's nuances. What do you think the difference is? Why are Mormons so happy and willing to be Mormon, whereas other religions are more pick and choosy? Mm. Um. So, and then she she includes I, a picture of the pamphlet, and I'm really glad that she did mm. because it has an important detail on it that does cue us into what exactly this is. Now, right. having served an LDS mission, I I will concur. There's a lot of instructions, and and there's a lot of you know, like um, they're, they're they actually send out with your your mission call. It's a little actually. My my nephew just got his mission call. It is a lot more detailed than it used to be. Yeah, and it's like it's like this little booklet that they send out. Right. For me, it was a collection of papers, and one of the papers was just a it was a full color, um, 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 printout of sort of appropriate missionary attire for the region that I was going to, mm. and uh, which has gotten more strict now. Yeah, I'm sure it has. Now, now they they're just they're very so... they're very very specific with with what's acceptable. But this uh pamphlet that she had actually is not an official pamphlet of the LDS church. Right. Um Isn't at it? the bottom it says CTR clothing and I looked them up. They are a for-profit 
Um, uh, missionary supply company, which there are a bunch of in Utah. Uh, it's a little cottage industry of, in Utah. Of, I mean, you drive down I-15 between Salt Lake and Provo, and there's a ton of billboards mm. um, for different emporia yes. selling their missionary wares. Indeed. Right? And so... Um, That's great. We need to go. To... to we need, CTR clothing? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I would love to go there. Uh, I'm sure it's just a Mr. Mac type thing. Yeah, but if they've got pamphlets like that, I want to I want to see that <laughs> shit. I want to <laughs> well, read it, it. It's their way of marketing to the missionaries. <laughs> sure. Um, but this is from CTR Clothing's website. Um, just what is CTR Clothing? CTR Clothing is a manufacturer of apparel and accessories designed especially for missionaries. The CTR Clothing brand is your assurance of durability, fashion, and comfort in products <laughs> made to withstand the rigors of missionary work. Many items include exclusive missionary features not found in other brands. <laughs> CTR Clothing gives you uncompromised quality at modest prices. Uh, An modest. easy choice. Oh, yeah. my God. I got to say, I, I, if it actually includes instructions as to how to put on your socks, that's amazing. Yeah. But, but that's not normal for Mormonism. Like, I didn't ever get instruction on how to put on my socks. But the, the mission's an interesting time because they do know that it is sort of your, a lot of these young men's uh, and women's um, first moment out right. of their mother's home. Right. Or their father's home, whatever. Their parents' home. And... um and so there at the at the MTC there is some focus on proper grooming uh-huh. and how to care for your clothes and how to how to properly pack a suitcase. Yeah. How to how to fold a suit so that you can put it in a suitcase. It's a good I mean, skill. These are like old traveling salesman tips that have right. been lost. Yeah. Out besides the Mormon missionary world, nobody 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 learns That's how to true. like fold a suit. That's true. If, if you, you need a to know bag, if you, you need know, to know like, how to do this, find yourself a former missionary. Oh yeah, I can find fold yourself a, suit. a Mormon. And not only can I fold a suit, I can fold two suits, all my slacks and my shirts, and they come out of the thing pressed. <laughs> there's no wrinkles. I know how to do it. It's fairly amazing. I'll bet there's a wrinkle or two. There might be a couple wrinkles, but you are ready to put it on and go. And go. And knock some doors. Hell yeah. Go knock some doors. Hell yeah. I do want to say this. Uh, I think that one of her points, what was our writer's name? Sorry. This was Emily. Emily. So one of Emily's points was that she uh, was a Mormons or or this uh, amazing. This was uh, Sarah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry, Sarah. Sarah. I think Emily's coming up later. Sarah, one of the one of your points, which is a valid point, is that and and made me coin a phrase in my head, which I'll now be saying. Oh. Mormons are great at conforming. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call them conformans. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they are really good at conforming. No, that's true. They are. They and her question actually is more about that, right? Than- Matter of fact, I, 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 the pamphlet. it made me, it brought to mind the thing. I put a thing up on my personal Facebook page that was just a question to my believer friends. Mm. Just about like, I just asked, I wanted them to do the thought experiment of how would your life, how different would your life look if you didn't believe in an afterlife? I didn't even ask if you didn't believe in a God. I just, I just said, mm, right. How do you think you would have lived your life differently if you, 
if there was no if you didn't have a belief in an afterlife. Right, right. A lot of them refused to participate in my little thought experiment because it was like it's impossible to tell. You can't know that for sure. And I'm like, this isn't about knowing for sure. It's just about imagining. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, oh, they were poor, hiding. Poor imaginationless. <laughs> but my uh, but I will say this. Um, my friend, one of my friends, who's a, who's a very very intelligent Mormon. Mm. Uh, posted a thing and she was like you know I some things would definitely be different <clears throat> like for instance she says she would probably drink and drink coffee oh but she says and because this was of no afterlife well yeah I mean if she didn't have a because what having no afterlife does is removes the whole reward the whole carrot stick thing right for how you live your life is out of the equation so she's like well screw Mormonism well no here's what she says she and I thought that this was an interesting distinction she said she keeps the word of wisdom. That's that's the Mormon doctrine of 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 eating of what you eat and drink. She says, right. "I keep the word of wisdom because it shows a commitment to something, not because I think coffee or tea or alcohol are inherently evil." Ah, huh. well, good for her. I found that to be a very a very uh, mature sort of view right. on 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 the word of wisdom because that's not the that's not the main line. I think if you ask sort of. most Mormons, that's not what they'll come to. Right. But yeah, most Mormons I, I, won't I, even think about that. If you say, hey, is coffee evil to most Mormons, they'll just be like, oh, I don't know. I just don't drink it because I'm not supposed to. It smells bad. <laughs> I don't just don't like the smell. God, it's like what? there's no way that you dislike the smell of coffee. Yeah. Believe me, when I was growing up and I would go over to my friends, my non-Mormons friends' houses and I smelled that smell, I was just like, what is that? I know. That ambrosia. <laughs> Oh my God! What is that? And then I and then the first time I tasted coffee, I I almost spat it out. Oh yeah, it was such a lie. I, I felt know. so lied to. But you love it now. I I adore coffee now. Yeah. But that initial like that it was this bitter, watered down version of oh, that smell, yeah. Yeah, and I was just yeah. like, "What have you done well, to me?" And and to be fair, there's a lot of bad coffee out there. Oh and yeah, that's probably what you're going to encounter the first time. The first, yeah, the first several is not times. The good stuff. No, but anyways. But even at that, like you need, I needed to have like cafe mochas. Yeah. To to guide me into yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I yeah I I <laughs> I grew up with two grandmothers who had coffee in their house, and so <sighs> I had all these like also really sweet fond memories associated with. With that smell. With, with that smell. And then I find myself in Italy for two years. <laughs> walking around and there's cafes and, and you walk by and it's just wafting out. And uh, I was like, oh my God. Uh, I just want to try this stuff. Yeah. It smells so good. Yeah. yeah Reason yeah. enough not to be Mormon. Oh, honestly. Right honestly. there. You could believe, you could have a testimony of Joseph Smith. <laughs> <laughs> just it doesn't matter you can i i feel coffee, like you can you can have a re- deal breaker you can have a testimony of joseph joseph smith drank coffee well yeah at least he drank that's alcohol true. so i mean it's not inconsistent there anyway i'm gonna move on um move we also on. we had a uh we had a an email from sam who wanted to correct me last week i talked we were talking about the kid the the baby who was renamed summarily by a judge because yeah. their parents had his parents had named him messiah right uh, and and I, you said, well, I quoted the judge. The judge right. said, uh, only one per. It's a title, not a name. And only one person. She said something about only one person has ever earned that title, and that's Jesus. Right. Uh, and I said, I'm that I doubt she would have the same objection if it were Buddha, which right. is also a title. 
And I said, and only one person has had that title, and that was Siddhartha Gautama. I was wrong. There have been multiple <laughs> Buddhas. Okay, fine. Oh, damn. It's it's a rare title yeah, to achieve. Yeah, open your mouth and... <laughs> and I forget Get my, yourself in trouble. Totally forgot my, my you know, freshman his, uh, study of religion Comparative class. religion. Yeah, and then... Yeah. then then Sam has to come along and, and correct me. Thanks, Sam. You're <laughs> Thank right. Thank you. And uh, yeah, and please, when Dan's wrong, please let us know. Everyone. But much more important th- importantly, when Frank's wrong, <laughs> please let him know. <laughs> Very important. Uh, well, yeah. Anywho. So, yeah. Go on. Well, you, oh, me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again? I get to go again? Please do. All right. I have an email from Emily. Um, and, uh, she is 23 years old, born Mm. in Los Angeles and currently living in Orlando or North of Orlando, Florida. Oh, that poor girl. Wow. Um, (laughs) she's atheist and has been for a good amount of time. And she, uh, uh, you know, acknowledges in this email that she lives in a pretty religious state and she has a lot of religious friends. Uh, one of which is a neighbor and high school friend, um, a born again Christian. Yeah, uh, you're going to have those in Florida. So uh, she says, the other day we were road tripping and she started talking about Obamacare. And she said that she knows there is a page that states the government has a right to microchip all citizens without permission. <laughs> then she proceed, proceeded to tell me it was, quote, the mark of the beast. Oh, yeah. Now, I had never heard this until one of your <laughs> podcasts when a crazy lady said, said it. And now this girl, I have... Uh, I've considered a friend, um, said it, and makes me reconsider our uh, friendship. Yeah. Uh, When she brings this up again, how should I reply? I usually nod and then change the subject, but she is very passionate about it and won't let it go. Any advice? (sighs) That's so funny. Well, ask. I mean, if she's so freaking passionate about it, see the source. Yeah, that's the key. Ask her for the source. The key is to say, I don't believe that that's true. I would like to f- to see that. Yeah. So so but but be very clear with her. Don't say I would like to see the source of where you're coming up with this idea. Right. I want to see the page in Obama quote Obamacare. It's very easy to find the uh the what's the act called? The 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 healthy uh, people the in American America. something about pa- access <laughs> no, patients. We're just not getting American Obamacare. action. The the American Patient Act, the American... uh, Whatever it is. The APA, right? The American... The... the, uh, Obamacare. It's called Obamacare. Dan. Yeah, exactly. Even he's embracing (laughs) that that phrasing now. I have Uh, a friend of mine who he was telling me, he's like, I hate it when people call it Obamacare because it was Congress who passed it. If you'll recall, Obama wasn't involved. Oh, Harry yeah. Reid was calling for him to be involved, and he wouldn't get involved. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, oh, you raise a really good point. That's a valid. <laughs> should a... not be called Obamacare. Yeah, it's the Affordable Care Act. Oh, the Affordable. Oh, the ACA. The ACA. The Affordable <sighs> Care Act. That's what it is. Anyway, uh, have have your here's so here's what you do. You say, download the Affordable Care Act. It's yeah. it's public knowledge. Yeah, we all get to look at it. And show me the page. And when you find the page, show it to me, and then and then we can have a, a good discussion about that. Right. But I don't believe that that's true. 
I think that that's probably not the case, and I and I question your source. So, but I'm not questioning your sincerity. Let's just look at it. Yeah, together. Yeah, totally fair. That's, and that way, and that's that where way, I would go. you don't you don't call her an idiot. You don't call her some. Don't you know? You don't say I think that you're a moron and and how a, dare you? A gullible and you fool. Right. <clears throat> yeah. You just make her look it up. Yeah. And and then say and I'm and until you show me that, I'm kind of not willing to talk to you about this. Yeah. Because we'll just have a disagreement. Right. But look it up. And right. I will. I want it, that, to have this discussion. That doesn't ring true to right. me. Right. I have a hard time believing that. Yeah. Those are good phrases to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so show me. Yeah. And I will accept primary source material. Yeah. I won't accept the word of some pundit yeah. because, when, when the primary source material is readily available. Yeah. Because this whole chips in your hands thing, this is not new. It just gets sort of... These urban legend type things, they get repackaged over mm. and over. And whatever the, the, the crazy Christians are currently crazy about, right. they're gonna attack they're gonna attach this little this little idea of the mark of the beast being a chip in your hand. Right. And because I, I mean I've I've shared this story before of being in high school and my math teacher was talking about, you know, how the mark of the beast was coming. And it was going to be a chip in the hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was like, I was like sitting there going, where the fuck am I? Where did my parents <laughs> move us to? Yeah, exactly. So I thought this go. was a public school. I mean, you can go to, you can show her the Snopes page about it because there is a Snopes page about yeah. it. But don't, don't bother with that stuff. Don't right. you try to convince her. Put, tell her to convince you. to her. Yeah. Tell her to go because and find. that'll teach her a valuable lesson about Exactly. Going back further to the source, exactly finding out, you know, is this reliable? Is is my source reliable? She needs some good, like just some a good education in like, you know, media literacy. To right. be honest, exactly. Is my source a good, reliable source? Why or why not? Right. And so, so the best way to 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 do that is not to say you're wrong. Right. The best way to do that is to say, show me why you're right. Exactly. Yep. So. Uh, there but the you go. onus is on her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, okay. Kelly wrote in uh, to say that... Oh, shoot. I have a pronoun problem. Uh-oh. It's just Kelly. Yeah. I don't know if that's a man or a And I, I read it through it as well, and I couldn't figure it out. So here's, so, a, here's, a, here's a tip, <laughs> if you have a, If you have a gender-neutral name... We don't need to. I mean, we don't need to pronoun things. We don't. We, but, but it's but it easier does, for us if, if we can just... I, just everybody listen to the linguistic gymnastics that Dan is going <laughs> to put himself through because we don't know whether Kelly is yeah, a he any, or a she. Anyway, so Kelly writes. We're assuming a guy. I, Are I, we assuming a guy? I, I, I think it's I, – I, if I were a betting man. See, I, I read it as a, as a woman. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I read it and I went through the whole thing and maybe this says a lot about me, but I thought it was a woman. <laughs> I think the Vegas money is on man. But I th- I, th- I agree. But actually, it, but on second thought, there's nothing there's nothing that would that would indicate that for sure right. at all. But everybody pay attention. Anyway, <laughs> Kelly writes uh, that uh, Kelly was needing some advice on how to handle something. So Kelly is a uh, is the uh, president mm-hmm. of an organization um, that does a conference about law enforcement and forensic science. Mm. Um, which of course has nothing to do with religion, but has traditionally opened with a prayer. Oh yeah, uh, every time. Yeah. Well, now that Kelly's the president yeah. of this organization, uh, 
we, well, the question, Kelly is a listener to our show, so clearly uh, an atheist. So one Kelly, would hope. Kelly's an atheist. Okay. So what do you do? What do you do? So so Kelly gets to put together the agenda. Is that sort of right? Part uh, of the... I to quote uh, he or she says, "I have always <laughs> thought it would be strange. I th- always thought it was strange. We open with a prayer." I'm the president of the organization now, so it's in my hands to arrange it. I don't know if I should bring it up to the rest of the board, just forget about it and hope that someone uh, doesn't add it to the agenda, or just arrange someone to do it like in previous years. Any thoughts? Well, yes, I do have thoughts. Do yeah. not have a prayer yeah. at that organization. Yeah. It's a, it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And you're going to piss some people off. Yeah. But you're the you're the president of the organization. Yeah. And you're in the position where it, and it's important that we make right choices when the choice is ours to make. Yeah. I would say the first step. Now, how you handle me is, is, is I would do the passive aggressive <laughs> and just <laughs> like act would. like I f- like I, I just wouldn't schedule it. You just leave it off. I would leave it off and wait for somebody to bring it up. And then what do you do? And then when somebody brings it up, then you go Dan's route. That's how I would do it. Right. Well, so I would... I, I, I so, would first pick the thing that is non-confrontational and just wait to see if anybody even really cares that much. Right. Perhaps it's just tradition. Perhaps a lot of people have felt as Kelly does, mm-hmm. but have also just been... And didn't understand why there was a prayer, but just went along with the flow. So Kelly has an opportunity here just to test the waters. Yeah. And see who says what. But this is, we are talking about a Bible Belt type place. He's he's in can he or she is in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just, you know I, so I I actually don't mind the idea of just not putting it on the 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 agenda and letting and seeing where the chips fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that, uh, it's an interesting social experiment to run, if nothing else. Yeah. But you've got to be prepared for what happens if someone says, "Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. we forgot the prayer." Yeah, you have to have your line ready. So I think what you need to do is uh is it needs to be couched in terms like this is not a religious uh, occasion and we are going to have people who don't believe as we as you know as who don't believe as you believe, believe or right. as i believe or as right there Susie we need to we need, we we as a group need to embrace uh everyone all of our members and i feel that it's a, that it's important enough that i mean everyone is welcome to pray on their own obviously right you can pray i mean there will be prayers said at this convention but we as a convention won't say a prayer so what is just if, so that we're inclusive what, what, it's about inclusivity and I, not exclusivity i could see somebody saying well why don't we have uh why don't we call an imam why don't we have why don't we have a rabbi come if it if no, no, if no, if no if one's going to call for an imam to come in and but, pray. But nonetheless, you know what I mean? Like, what if what if they sort of say, well, we still want to have a prayer. Is it what, – what if we're just more inclusive? Well, I think the I think Kelly's next turn could be, well, how do you feel about bringing in a Muslim to say the prayer? Right. Because I guarantee but, you the people who are most into the prayer thing would be least okay with a Muslim prayer. Yeah, it's a calculated risk. Yeah, you know, I I think it's probably think smarter that, to just say, mm, I don't feel that it's appropriate for this venue, and so we're not going to do it. Right, we're not Congress. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> no, it, it literally is just it's just about it's not appropriate to support one religion when we know that we have members who are not of that religion. Yeah. So we're just not going to do it. There you go. 
and just hold your ground. Just just make it firm. And and I think and that about inclusion, some some pointing, and 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 hand strong hand gestures uh-huh. that say things like, "And I'm the president." <laughs> no, okay, now you've gone down a wrong road. That's not that's not the. <laughs> this, this is my call. <laughs> Kelly said that that uh, uh, that his or her father in law is a deacon. Oh, uh, so he has a lot. He or she has a lot of practice. Uh, just trying to be respectful and not participate in mm-hmm. prayer. Mm-hmm. But I think you can say, look, you can use that to your advantage. Look, my father-in-law's a deacon. I know what I know how you guys are feeling. Yeah. I just I just need my I need I'm president of an organization that includes a lot of different people and I want all of them to feel equally welcome. So right. we're not having a prayer. Right. Done and, and or done. I don't want anybody feeling uncomfortable or unwelcome. Right. And you can even say something because to these the are effect, participants of this and conference. You can, well, and you you can say something to the effect of people, or at least you know I have heard feedback that that there are those who are uncomfortable with a prayer. You don't have to tell them that that feedback is in your own brain. <laughs> names. We want names, Dan. I had to I had to shut down a similar thing. I I think I told this story when I was in I was backstage at a play. Mm-mm. in a community theater right and somebody was like and when we say the prayer then after we say the prayer we can go on and i was like the prayer I'm, i beg your pardon yeah and she was like well you know we'll say a prayer and we'll say a cast prayer before every show and i was like Mm-mm. no we won't <laughs> she was like but we want everybody to feel safe mm. and good uh, no 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 you can have your own prayer but we, there will not be a cast prayer oh no i put my foot down hard right it came down like a hammer. Yeah, I was like, I, you know, they're just people for whom that will make that will make them feel uncomfortable, yeah, and I'm one yeah, of them, yeah, yeah. and I'm not gonna, I, and and I, and so I'm not gonna put up with it. Did Did you then like put your fingers in your ears and run around going Macbeth, Macbeth, Macbeth? <laughs> yeah, no, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> I'm not superstitious, but that's 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 one that like even I won't do it just because. <laughs> if nothing else, if nothing else, there are plenty of superstitious actors, and I don't want to throw off their performance right by like trampling on one of their <laughs> biggest superstitions. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually. It, yeah, it's not about the superstition, but it is about other people's responses to that superstition. Yeah. I just won't fuck with well, that. Well, what if they need a prayer and you want a good performance, Dan? Go pray. Go off in a corner and pray. <laughs> Take as long as you want. It's all about the performance. What if they need a group prayer? They don't. And uh, you're you're getting in the way of their performance. Good. They know that God <laughs> is interested in their portrayal of... Of... of I don't know who. Yeah. <laughs> Of Lady Capulet. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, thanks for. Oh, we've got a we've got a voicemail. We do have a voicemail. Let's, let's get that, that played real quick. Hey, Dan and Frank, it's Travis. I was calling in about the uh, uh, force feedings with the uh, nasal gastric tube uh, being tortured or not. And uh, I'm also a nurse, like Elf friend, uh, but I worked on a med surge floor, so I've done a fair number of these uh, nasal gastric tube feedings. And I don't think it's torture. Um, it's probably not ethical, but it's not torture. Um, it can be uncomfortable. Um, it's never pleasant. Um, but it, I just don't see how it would be torture. Um, unless 
the person doing it is doing it with the intent to cause harm, uh, which you could do. Um, there is a risk of death with it if you insert the tube and it goes into their lungs and you don't check it before you put food down it. Um, but other than that, it's reasonably safe. Um, you can scrape up the inside of the uh, nasal pharynx, and uh, other than that, there's not a whole lot you can do to someone with it other than put food in their lungs if you do it wrong. Anyway, that's my two cents. Have a good one. All right. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Travis. Oh, oh, hey. Thanks, cool. Travis. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> that's uh, the, I I think we can allow that to be the final word on the mic. Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, we'll we'll just we'll just close out the matter of force feeding and ethical, not ethical, torture, not torture. Right. Done. Tubes, not tubes. I I, I like that. That's sort of the 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 that that is the last word, though. Yeah. I don't I, I don't I didn't need it to be that the last. I agreed with the last word, but I I like that that was a, it was a well stated. Yeah. And I and it it's unethical. Fine. And if torture. and if this is the Travis that I'm thinking it is, uh, you owe us a frog and trip. Yeah. By yeah. the way. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. Well, thank you, all of you for for writing in and uh, calling in. Uh, we have a discussion that we oh. would like to have. Uh, about a week and a half ago, you mm-hmm. and I, Frank, mm-hmm. went out into the West Desert, mm-hmm. uh, the Skull Valley of Utah. Yes. And watched the gorgeous Perseid meteor shower, lovely in an streak across the sky. Amazing place. I mean, we drove out there because we knew the light pollution would be minimal, right? And it definitely was. As astronomers say, turn on a light, turn off a star. Yeah. No, and there That's were true. a lot of lights off, right? Which was awesome. Um, the the oh such a gosh. great place. It was gorgeous. The, 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 the sky was just amazing. It we're was we're, just we're out. So behind us. Would be like some some low mountains, not super high mountains, but some some lowish mountains. Right. Um, in front of us is is desert. It's this just valley vast, of nothing, flat, open space right. with some mountains way off in the distance, but yeah. not not high, eating up the, the the view at all. Right. We could see stars all the way down to the to the to that line to the horizon. It was absolutely amazing, and it would, yeah, the Milky Way coming in clear as a bell. All the way down to the horizon again. Just, just amazing. So truly, truly, truly beautiful. And we we just lay there and drank and looked at looked at the stars, and it was gorgeous. Yeah. But we were near what used to be a town. Yeah. There it's, is no town there now. Definitely not. Uh, uh, there is an old cemetery. The name of the town is Yosipa and mm-hmm. or Yosepa. Yes. Uh, both are acceptable pronunciations. Both, uh, it, it's 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 a Polynesian variant on the word Joseph. Yes, and it is the topic of our little segment today because it's one of the saddest moments in Utah history. Yes, that we know of. Uh, do you want to do you want to do you want to start us off with Yosipa? Yes, uh, founded in the late 1800s, um, 1889, in fact. Mm. Um, that, well, there was a group of Polynesian. Let, let's even go back a little bit further. I think you should. Um, Mormon, early Mormon missionaries, they spread out across the globe. This was their goal. This was their goal. They get out there, and, and there were these guys. I mean, they would go out for years, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they, there was... Because it wasn't easy. It's not like you jump on a plane. No. You know, half their time was probably just on a boat. And, and you know, wagons. Yeah. Covered wagons trying to get to the boat. 
Well, nonetheless, uh, the Mormon missionaries in Hawaii had a great deal of success. They did. In converting Hawaiians to Mormonism. Polynesia in general. Polynesia in general, but just we're did... talking about Hawaii mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, Tonga, if you want to. Oh, yeah. Lots of Mormons in Tonga. Lots of Tongans in Utah. Mm-hmm. And Samoans. And some, yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Not just a cookie. Mm-mm. Yeah. A lovely a, a people, people, a people, um, but um, yeah. So they they were quite successful, and um, a bunch of of Hawaiians came to Utah because there was a call to Zion, right? Mm. Uh, when 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 you were sort of done with the missionaries and you were converted and you were Mormon, there was probably a little branch or whatever in your area, a little worship area. Yeah, sure. But your goal was to go to Zion. Yeah, you, you, it was did, like Mecca. Yeah. Well, even but it it wasn't to like just go and visit. It no. was to go move, join the saints in Zion, and be and be and go to the temple because at that point yeah. there was only the well and and there were only a few at the and they very, were in Utah at, at the moment when these Hawaiians come to Utah, uh-huh. the more the U, the Salt Lake Temple had not even been completed yet. Wow, but they knew that it would be. Mm. So the gathering of the saints. In Salt Lake, in the Salt Lake Valley, so, in Utah, in general, we we were talking earlier about how lovely the Wasatch Front is. Mm. Um, you know, their plants will grow here, mm-hmm. and uh, only all because it was add water. All yeah, because the industrious Mormons that mm-hmm. first came here took streams and and mountain rivers and irrigated the entire valley. Now here is I just read a book. Um, a very dry history of Salt Lake County. Oh, I kind of had to for the project that I'm working on. Sure, and uh, and so like I'm reading through it, and one of the things that it said was that there is a misconception about what the Salt Lake Valley looked like when the when the Mormon pioneers first arrived. Okay, there it, it has turned into this this idea that it was that it was the same kind of desert that you see beyond. The valley. The, the, the valley. Okay. And the fact of the matter is that there were these m- mountain streams that flowed into the valley, and there were marshlands, and right. there were, you know, um, you know, there, there was water here. Sure. And consequently, there was quite a bit of vegetation in the valley. Well, yeah. There, I mean, Actually, there, in the valley. There are eight major rivers yeah. flowing from canyons yeah. it was into the valley. full of wildlife. Absolutely mm. full of wildlife. Okay. That the, the collected here. Um, and then there's a of, giant lake that you can't drink out of. Yeah, but so much fresh water in the valley. Sure. Uh, that that our our perception of it is that it was just a desert, right? And but we're getting really, we're getting really hung really up here. But we are getting hung up on it. But um, out in Yosipa, not the case. No. This is sagebrushy desert. This yeah. is nothing really grows. There are tumbleweeds. Like that's a real thing. Yes. <laughs> so. When the Polynesians arrived to the Wasatch Front, it was already a lot less sort of like the paradise they had just left. Yeah, yeah. They left a really beautiful place to come to Salt Lake. Where they were sent or where they wound up, there's some discussion about whether they – it was one of the places that they were allowed to settle. They had had their choice of a few different places. And for whatever reason, they picked Yosipa. Right. And I have a theory as to why. Yeah, founded on 
founded on how they were treated when they came to the Salt Lake Valley. Because the Salt Lake Valley uh, was both a welcoming and very much not welcoming place for them. Mm, Okay. Uh, They were not allowed to stay in white hotels. Really? They They were sort of banished to, like north salt lake areas of salt lake that weren't the of the valley that 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 were less desirable they mm. were just treated badly because they were brown right so uh Didn't so they realize that these that these were their fellow saints you'd think like they went out there and found these people and told them to come back and then when they came back they were like mm, yeah but you can't stay at our places like we're not going to serve you. Oh no. Okay. So so they were treated pretty badly. They were offered uh several different places to go and settle. Uh-huh. Um most of them were in vicinities where white people uh already were. Oh. And then there was Yosipa where there was nobody. There was a ranch out there. Right. But but no there cities. were no other no settlements. No. And nothing anywhere near. Not even close. Yeah. So out they merrily trek to uh, this this desert, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they settle. And they, yeah, about two hundred of them, in fact. They work hard. Mm-hmm. They build it up. Yeah, they 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 had a sawmill so that they could so that they could uh, build homes and things. And, wow. and yeah, they were they were they at its height, it was home to about two hundred and thirty people. Wow. Uh, mostly Hawaiians, but also some Samoans, Maoris, some Portuguese, Scots. Really? English. Really? Uh-huh. Portuguese? Uh-huh. <laughs> I did not, did not, not know. Not many. It was mostly just Hawaiians. Okay. Um, in, in, the peri- in the 10-year period from 1907 through 1916, 48 babies were born. 29 people died. Oh, God. Don't like those odds. No. The, the, they were beset with disease. Oh, no. As you know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I will feign surprise and horror. Sure, sure. I mean, so, I mean, they, they, came, they came to Salt Lake in, what, 1889? Uh-huh, yeah. And then by, I don't know, when did they start settling it in Yosipa? I thought it was basically the same time. About the same time. Yeah. They 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 start heading out there, and so what were some of the diseases, Dan? <laughs> well, I mean, you got your what your diphtheria, mm-hmm. you got your your sort of mainline pneumonia. Oh yeah, exactly. Smallpox, yeah, terrible. Also, but you just kind of expect in that yeah, year it's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Also, um, three cases of leprosy. <laughs> which, oh, no. The fuck is happening to these people? Well, seriously, like. It was like what? It was a big ass god bitch slap, is what it was. What? What could possibly have brought on leprosy? It's, uh, I mean, an animal must have had it, right? I mean, or something. I know that it's communicable once you have it, but what causes it in the I, first place? I have no oh idea. God, don't! You have to see pictures. What did you, you click on it? I clicked. Don't on leprosy. click. Don't click on leprosy, for oh, God's sake! God. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. So so yeah, I mean, I think the um and then and then what's great is that um is is that like people started to sensationalize that this was just a diseased place and don't ever go there and stuff. Well, and they were raising beef, right? <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. They were doing 
but I mean, here's the thing: they were really making a go of this town. Yeah, this town in in one year won uh, an award for the most lovely and pro- like clean streets and progressive town, and it was they they had they were famous for their yellow roses all on their on their homes and well, everything. And fire hydrants, and they had fire hydrants. Yeah, sure. This was this was not an era for fire hydrants that I know of. Were there fire hydrants I no common? In I have no idea. But they, they sure as hell had them. And one day, one year for Arbor Day, a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of folks. I'm guessing Mormons from Salt Lake Valley, from Salt Lake Valley and stuff went out and planted hundreds of trees. Oh, like they nice. went, they were making a go of this. Three hundred walnut trees, three hundred fruit trees, one hundred ornamental trees. No way. They were making this a lovely place. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to interject here and say, Frank, we were just out there. Mm-hmm. How many trees did you see? I, I I do recall seeing some off in the distance around a house. There's almost no trees. There are no trees. These all... So we have... Uh, so even, even there's like a little marshland area. Yeah. Right? With no trees. There's no trees. I will now give away that this town is gone. Completely. There is no... The only thing that you can see from this town is their cemetery. No. And was that actually the site of the city cemetery at the time? I don't know because a lot of it looks, it all looks very new, doesn't it? I know, it? yeah. Yeah. Everything there. I mean, looks, it's obviously been cared for through the years. There are, There's well, no, wait, there, are, there, there are some old markers. So maybe, but they, the markers may have been moved? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's old. I think you that's think the, the original okay. site with a lot of new stuff on it. Right. Certainly not enough to account for all of the deaths that no. happened there. No. So who knows what happened? To, I mean, people were probably just burying their loved ones in their backyard or whatever. Who knows? I don't know. I have no clue. Anyway, but all that remains, you do not. You don't see a house. You don't see a foundation. You don't see a tree. Yeah. All of this stuff that they were able to achieve, uh-huh. the picture we were painting, is gone completely. Because what happened was after all of the disease and all of the trouble and all of the you know weathering. Desert winters, which have got to have been hell, yeah, especially for people who'd never seen a snowflake in their lives, right. After all of that, they kind of just requested. Well, they kept requesting help from Salt Lake. Help, mm. please mm-hmm. help us. Yeah, please. This is not good. Yeah, and eventually the help that came was, well, we can put you on a boat. <laughs> well, they were they were called back to Hawaii. Call? To help build the the Hawaiian temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There weren't a lot of foreign temples at the time, were there? I don't know. There weren't a lot of temples, period. W- was Hawaii... Well, I mean, Hawaii wasn't I think they were giving... foreign. They were giving... They saw what they had done to these people. And they were like, hmm. And plus, the other thing is that the missionary... Mormon missionaries were incredibly successful in Polynesia. Yeah. Polynesian people's... Seemed to really resonate with Mormon uh, ideals on family. Mm. Uh, they they were just very responsive. So they were getting increasing, like, more and more members in Polynesia who were, were wanting to come to Salt Lake. And they and Salt Lake, you know, the, 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 the higher-ups knew mm. they had failed with these people. Yeah. So I think, I, I'm guessing that the... Uh, the building of the of the temple in Hawaii was to like everybody stay there, right? Don't come, right? It was the fifth uh, temple built that's still in operation. 
Oh, wow. Um, there were, of course, other temples earlier, sort of before Utah. Sure. But it was the first post-Utah temple. Huh. First temple outside of Utah once the saints arrived in Utah. Wow. So the sequence is St. George, Logan, Manti, Salt Lake, uh, Lai. Lai. Wow. Hawaii temple. Uh, and then Cardston, Alberta. Sure. Followed by Arizona. Idaho Falls is that early? I didn't realize that. But yeah, I mean, they're all grouped in this area, in the sort of Mormon corridor from from southern Alberta down to uh, Arizona area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all like north and south. It's just one tiny strip. Mm-hmm. And then, oh yeah, Hawaii. <laughs> Followed soon thereafter by Switzerland. Okay, fair enough. Then Los Angeles. My my people are from Swiss Mormons. New I, Zealand. I, I come from some Swissies. New Zealand, 1958. Huh. Yeah. To keep the Maoris at bay. Ooh. Wow, you have a <laughs> very dim I, view. I of, am a uh, bit of a cynic when it comes to this yeah. stuff. But I mean, the the facts bear out a lot of this stuff. Yeah. There's just no denying the fact that, like, oh, and Josepa, Josipa, the, 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 now, every year on Memorial Day, they have a luau uh-huh. out there. There's a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of Hawaiians that still sort of romanticize the Yosipa days, I think. Their own town. They had their own town. Yeah. I mean, today we would call that West Valley City. But um <laughs> It's just it's just amazing. You can go you can go to the uh to the Wikipedia page for Yosipa, I O S E P A. Mm-hmm. And you can see that there you can see the monument. There's a monument with cool a monument. With a with a, a sort of Polynesian warrior head uh-huh. up on it. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then it, I don't I don't know if Google Street View mm. goes out there. Probably not. I can't I, imagine that it does. Yeah, I don't because there's literally one highway that just goes straight through the valley, and that's it for streets. Oh. Oh. But uh, but yeah, if you could look around, if you could do a panoramic look around at the whole thing, you would just go, oh, nothing. Look at all of the nothing that 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 they have there. There's. There is a. It is plentiful with nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, hmm. One yeah. of the one of the saddest uh, sagas in the in the Mormon history in the history of Mormonism. Thought we just <sighs> just fill you in, let just, you know, let you know. The more you know. Well, if you'd like to know more or do know more and would like to add to... Fill us in. Uh, you can uh, email us. Our email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah. Or you can uh, you can uh, go to the Facebook page and, and, and like us there at facebook.com slash Atheist. Or you could always uh, leave us a voicemail. Our uh, telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Uh, Thanks for joining us, everyone. We hope you have a lovely week, Uh, and uh, and we'll we'll catch you when we catch you. Alrighty, bye bye. Bye.